Yo, 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 it's Drago Wild, and you're listening to the So What's Good podcast. Please go out and vote. November 6th is very important. Go out and vote. That's it. This was for the hood. This for being black. We ain't got no hope. They killing every day. I mean, we need you in every way. We need results. We don't need to see your face. Here we come just to say the day. Here we come, just in perfect timing To help the needy and guide the blinded Last night I saw a superhero, he was black He said, this is for the street, black lightning's back Hey y'all, this is the So What's Good podcast Presents SWG Black Lightning Review It's your boy DJ, aka Vice Principal Cars Killer Stilettos (laughs) I can't with you and this is your boy Drago Wild, aka not Khalil's wig. Oh, dang! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, hey, friend. Hi, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start there because um, we decided that it would be cute if we did this Black Lightning review. So, to do that, we decided to do like a quick, quick, very quick <laughs> recap of season one. Of Black Lightning until now, uh, so we can get all set for the next episode, which is episode four of season two. So let's just start off with Black Lightning was created, the show was created by the Akils, that's Salim, and Mara Barak Akil. Um, so it's their show, it's one of the blackest shows on TV. Yeah. Um, they tackle so many issues like police brutality and just like gun violence and gang violence and like how the government like low-key put drugs into like black communities mm-hmm. like they they tackle all the tea homosexuality in the black community shout out to youth thunder um <laughs> so yeah it's a really great show we really enjoy the show i and- mean just expanding on like how black the show is uh, even the interactions of the parents to the kids like i'm like that was my relationship with my parents okay. at times like we're just like who you talking to though? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I, fe- I feel like they found uh, an authenticity of how these characters are and how they live. So yeah. that's what I'm really... like. Moments like when Jennifer is getting her hair braided on a porch. Yeah. Like, like and like her friend has the grease on the back of her hand. Like these are <laughs> things that we do. <laughs> these are things that I've seen when I was growing up as a kid. Yeah, like the attention to detail is immaculate. Very. And the the soundtrack for each episode, always fire. Fire. Like fire. always. Flames. Flames. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, let's let's talk about each like the main character. So we have first Jefferson Pierce, aka Black Lightning. He's a principal at this fictional high school called Garfield High yes. in a town that's fictional called Freeland. Um, but also he is Black Lightning, which is this uh, tele I mean electrokinesis powered person so he can he can move objects with his electricity he can create force fields he can fly like iron man (laughs) with his electricity he can do a lot of things basically he absorbs electricity around him and use it at will um he has two daughters uh the oldest is anissa she is a med student and she is like an activist she's out here in these streets she's also gay so we have a black 
lesbian superhero. She's also a teacher at Garfield High. Exactly. Well. So like, like she does it all. She does it all. She's everything. We love her. Um and yeah, she's also Thunder. And basically her power is um she has density control. So basically she can make herself heavier. She can make herself um, almost invulnerable. It's like bullets and all of that. Uh, she can like create shockwaves with her feet and her hands by like, stomping and clapping. She's everything. I get my life every time she thunderclaps <gasps> somebody. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and she activates her powers by breathing in and holding her breath. Which I thought was a really cute way of showing her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Jennifer, uh, who is the youngest daughter and the youngest child. And she has the same powers as her father, but, comma, space, her power is doubly big because, like, her cells create the energy, so she don't have to draw electricity from outside sources. She is the source of energy. So think of Jefferson as, like, an appliance, like, plugging into an outlet, and, like, Jennifer is the source of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She can turn her body into, like, pure electricity also, um, which is really cool, and I'm excited to see that. And then he has a wife called Lynn, who they were separated for a bit. And the story about them trying to come back together throughout the separation, I really enjoy. She is a neuroscientist, so like she's a smart black woman um, <laughs> out here trying to save people, kids, and her family. Uh, we also have Tobias Well, who is the big, big bad of the show. He likes to harpoon people with like actual harpoons, like. Like, <laughs> very Moby Dick T. Um, Let's get it. His, his last name is Whale, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So, those are pretty much the main characters we're going to focus on. And let's just talk season one. Okay. So, I'm going to try to go in order of the characters that you stated. So, mm-hmm. let's start with the main character. Jefferson, first of all, played by Cress Williams. Yes. Cress Snack Williams. Um, I <laughs> I thought he was fooling. I'm in getting the 90s. a lot of amens in the room. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not just us in here. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was fooling in the '90s as Scooter while living single, um, and he's fine now. I actually think he's more attractive now than he was back then. I mean, I, he aged like a fine wine. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you know, he had to grow into his. Uh, into his face a little bit, like mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, I, you're you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna cook well." Okay, you're gonna like, season you properly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like his character is, you know, the been there, done that. Like he had when we first started off, he was out of the game for like nine years, yeah. Um, mainly to try to keep his family together because his wife was tired of taking the L. Took the L. She was like, "I can't do it anymore." <laughs> <laughs> can't do it so he you know he definitely was trying to stay away from um being brutalized and going in and out of these streets um so he took up the mantle of principal of garfield high without black lightning the city kind of descended into a lot of violence Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on and then um ultimately what caused him to get back into the game was his family was under attack like his daughters were 
kidnapped and he needed to make something happen. I loved the when he went to Lynn. It was like, they got our babies. And like she looked at him and was like, You better go get our babies. <laughs> yeah, at that moment she did not care about oh, I don't want you to do this no more. She's like, do what you gotta do. Merc who you gotta merc. Okay, take them out, but bring our daughters back home safe. That's all I care about. In one piece. Okay. You know, of course, because he's Black Lightning, he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then slowly but surely, he realized, okay, this community not only needs Jefferson Pierce, it really needs Black Lightning. And just seeing that journey of trying to balance it with reconciling it with his wife because his wife was still like I really don't want you to that dynamic of should I or shouldn't I was very interesting to watch um, if that makes sense fast forward if it doesn't (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah like so that was really cool to see his hatred for Tobias well a lot of hero like a lot of hero shows it's like one dimensional as far as like I need to get back at him, I need to get back at him, I need to get back at him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they the show is successful in like finding that balance of... He obviously holds a grudge toward Tobias Well because he was the one who killed his father. Yeah. But it doesn't consume him. Tobias is a huge part of him trying to like get him and capture him and all that stuff, take him out even. But he also knows that his daughters and his wife are also just as important to him as trying to find Tobias. Yeah, so finding that balance and not just being solely focused on that one goal, like, is... We're looking at you, Arrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, the island. (laughs) No, no, I'm still triggered by Arrow. Um, His story story arc is really interesting. So let's move on to Anissa and her story arc this season. Season one, I would say. Yeah, season one. I'm really... It's really awesome to see how they wrote her character. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't quite seen a character like hers ever. Yeah. Um, seeing someone, a black lesbian superhero. I mean, we could just stop there. Yeah. We could just like take an exit there. Yeah. And <laughs> like the way that they write her queerness, queerdom into the story isn't all encompassing. Like no. that's not all of who she is. It's a facet of who she is. But it like. A lot of times with, like, coming out stories or, like, gay characters, it's, like, they just become a story. Yeah. Like, it becomes, like, I'm gay, and that is all that we can focus on. That's all there is, was, or should be, like... Especially when they're black. Yeah. Yeah. This this show was just, like, yeah, she's next to a woman. She's gay. Like, let's move... Let's move on. Like there was no coming out story yeah. involving her being gay. Her parents already knew. Her parents already knew that she was talking, like had this relationship with this girl, and knew kind of she wasn't really interested in this girl <laughs> in season one. Yeah. Everyone was like, mm, "I had to fix that." Like yeah. it was, it was very refreshing to see a family, like a black family, so comfortable with their gay daughter. Yeah, and like, we didn't have to go through the origin Mm-mm. of that. Um, it was just already in progress, which was really cool. But speaking of origin, like, she was the stereotypical like, origin story. Like, yeah. the show is Black Lightning, but this is her origin story. She come into her powers on the show, on season one, like, episode two, maybe? or ep- two, Yeah. So, um... About episode three, she was training. Yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was really cool to see, like, we didn't waste time of her, like, 
when she gonna get her power oh, it's yeah. like you know yeah. she got him really quickly and like yeah, oh they, the powers along. manifested after they were kidnapped uh her her and her sister were kidnapped and that was around the time where the powers started to manifest because high stress yeah so yeah so that was that's what i feel about anessa i agree <laughs> <laughs> uh, anessa like i said is one of my favorite characters i love her story i love like we said that her her gayness was a part of her life but wasn't all consuming in her life and to get to a place where about like midway season she was with her dad and like actively fighting crime together mm-hmm. uh there was like scenes of them where she's like deflecting bullets for him as like he's shocking people and i love that <laughs> to see them two come together while they were fighting it was just really great to see a character like that on this on the screen uh so let's move on to miss jennifer um, uh, played by china and mccain jennifer at times was my least favorite character okay and it's only because i'm old as dust <laughs> i'm very <laughs> i am very washed and like a lot of her issues and a lot of her problems were very adolescent mm. and it just bugged me but once i was able to get myself together and be like okay this is how a teenager would respond. This is how this character would respond. I was able to kind of be like, okay, cool. Like, ha, I, it annoys me, but it's because I'm washed. Like, it's not because <laughs> of anything wrong with the character. I think China, you know, all the actors do a really good job, but China specifically, Jennifer could be a character that could be very grating. Mm. Um, but China is able to pull it off to where you like her. Like, even in the parts where she's annoying, I can't help but relate. Like, be like, okay, I don't feel this way now, but I'm pretty sure I probably would have been with you if I was your age. Same. Yeah, so that's my feelings with Jennifer. It was, like, I knew that they weren't going to give us both Thunder and Lightning right no. away. Um, I'm really satisfied that they gave us Thunder pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm happy that with the progression of giving us lightning which is her code name in the comics yeah um i really enjoyed jennifer uh i understand that she could get kind of annoying for people but i also saw where she was coming from like she didn't want any of this mm. um and it, it wasn't in her personality to want something like this for out of anyone in the family anissa wanted to be thunder yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. even jefferson didn't really want to be black lightning but mm. i feel like anissa in her personality she would want to be a thunder mm-hmm. and jennifer she just wants to like you know <laughs> get this wig together and like beat this face <laughs> and like look fly and get these grades together and like go to college and like find a guy that she likes and get married and have a kid like have kids like she wants other things yeah. than like being a superhero yeah. that's that was like not in her wheelhouse at all yeah. um so i really i understood that and i really enjoyed it but also she a she's a tough person like before she had we saw her powers manifest she was like <laughs> gun like gut checking people like, <laughs> taking them out when she had to like she's no stranger to uh the fight but she didn't know that she had to fight in this arena. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was not ready for that. But in like towards the end of the season, she started to actively do more uh, because she had to. Because, spoiler alert, for like a few minutes, her dad was dead. So she had to like revive him with her power. 
but yeah, I just I I enjoyed Jennifer's story, and it seems like in season two we're gonna get more of the origin of Jennifer, and I'm really here for that. Let's move on to Lynn. Lynn uh, is a boss ass bitch. Uh, okay. <laughs> pardon my French. Um, it's really refreshing to see, and I, I'm using this a lot because it's just we don't have shows like this. Like Black Panther was the movie for us. This show is the show for us. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, like it's really cool to see. Um, but it's refreshing to see this woman with her <laughs> low cut season with the deep fade. Okay. Like rocking that short hairstyle. You know be a neuroscientist like she is the smartest person in the room for everything she's in yeah and that's incredibly innovative like, yeah you know it happens in real. it happens in real life but we don't see it reflected in stories on tv so it, it i'm just i i can cry just thinking about it so <laughs> yeah I, i'll stop there but yeah her story you know she def- definitely didn't want uh, Jefferson out here in these streets and you know it, you really understand why it borderlined like annoying because it it seemed like she was going to be the foil that this was another obstacle in the way of Jefferson and mm-hmm. I, I thought that that's what they were going to write her character as mm-hmm. it's just another obstacle to get over and then she was going to be like out of here yeah um I'm happy that the, it didn't turn out that way that her thoughts evolved because she knew how thick it was with how Greenlight like went in on the streets like all the things like that Black Lightning was helping Cole he it's necessary for him to be out there so um just seeing that journey of hell nah to okay with pause <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> It, it was it was cool to see. Yeah, I I did too. Um, in lesser hands, um, outside of the Akeels and the writer team that they have, I feel like uh, Lynn would have been just another foil for uh, Jefferson to ultimately get what he wants um, as Black Lightning. But I really really appreciate the fact that midway through the season, that kind of changed for her because, like you said, she knew that there was only one way out of this. There was no getting around this. Uh, the gang violence, uh, green light, which is this fictional drug um, that's super addictive and it kills people uh, ultimately. Sometimes it gives people powers for a short brief of time before taking them out, but everyone who takes green light ends up dead one way or another. And she knew that she that Black Lightning had to do something and that uh, Anissa who's this grown woman who wants to actively help the community, was going to do it regardless of if she wanted her to do it or not. So she had to make peace with that. And I really enjoyed seeing her make peace with it and ultimately helping because Mm. she doesn't have any powers, but she has a brain. Like like you said, she is the smartest person in the room, even her family unit. Like Mm. she's the smartest person. So her helping in that way, I really, really enjoyed. So by the time the end of the season happened, she's like part of the team. Reluctantly, but part of the team. <laughs> like I said, okay with pause. <laughs> and finally, let's move on to to Tobias Well. What was he doing this entire season? So you know, Miss Whale, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was flirting with death. Like 
everybody thought she was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, then slowly but surely, everybody realized. Well, not even everybody. I don't think it's clear to the public that he's actually still alive. Like there are rumors, but yeah. they don't really know for sure. For sure. So he's doing more things to make himself more prevalent, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, he. We got to see a little bit of his journey, like with his sister mm-hmm. and his struggle for power with uh, Lady Eve. Was that mm-hmm. her name? Yeah, Lady uh, Eve. <laughs> Played by Joe Scott. Yes. We miss you, girl. Queen. So that was that was interesting Interesting to see. I definitely think of all the characters, he's the more, most campiest. Like mm-hmm. some of his lines are, you know, camp. Camp goodness. <laughs> villain goodness. Very comic book villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's like I dislike him, but I think I dislike him for the right reasons. The one, the ones that um, the Akil set out to make him, make me dislike him for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's mu- pretty much all I gotta say about that. Yeah, uh, he's either almost died or like was locked up but got out. Like, <laughs> he always is... The, the elusive song troops <laughs> of the show. Um, yeah, I actually enjoy him as a villain, even though he gets on my nerves because he is a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fun. He can be real fun sometimes. Like I said, harpooning people with actual harpoons in their stomach and like dragging them towards him. It's very graphic, <laughs> especially for like CW. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it goes there sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, either he's doing that or, like, choking somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> Outright. I, I'm really interested to see, like, what exactly his his powers are. Yeah. Because, like, he has powers. Like, mm. I think he has some kind of regenerative, regenerative power. Yeah, because Tobias looks the same he did, like, 40 years. 40, 30. 30, 30 years yeah. ago. Because um, technically, he, he was the same look as far as age is concerned when he killed... Uh, Jeff is a Pierce's father when Jeff was 13, yeah. 12. Yeah. And he looks exactly the same. Yeah, so um, he has some kind of fountain of youth. Yeah. Um, and he has some kind of super strength. Um, yeah. Like, it has to be super, some kind of super strength. Yeah, I'm really interested to see, like, where his power set came from. I'm sure we're going to get it at some point. Yeah. So let's move on to season two officially. Woo-hoo! We got here. (laughs) So we're going to start with episode one entitled Chapter One, Rise of the Greenlight Babies, uh, written and directed by Salim Akil. So let's just talk about the Greenlight Babies and Lynn and the ASA and all that tea. Mm. So it's a lot. (laughs) Uh, Very much. uh, At the end of season one, uh, okay. Real quick, try, I'll try to make it as short as possible. Please do. Uh, so, the, the ASA is a secret, like, off-the-books agency that introduced Greenlight into the the community, freedom, like, black community, yeah. um, to kind of see what it would do, what, like, it, it, as an experiment. Yeah. Now... At first, they wanted to make a drug to make Freeland docile because they were starting to rise against the machine a little bit. And and inadvertently, they made Greenlight, which is this drug that A, is addictive, and B, gave people power. So they were trying to figure out how that worked. Yeah, how how that happened. (laughs) Yeah. Once they started realizing that these these, uh, people were manifesting powers, they 
kidnapped them. Yeah. Uh, they kidnapped them and put them in pots. Okay. Yeah. Now, at the end of season one, Lynn ends up in custody of all these children <laughs> who have like <laughs> who have like powers because of green light. And they're and in stasis. Are... So they they don't age. Mm-hmm. Uh and they're pretty much they look the same but they're asleep. Yeah. So um yeah, so she becomes the gatekeeper of these pod people and yeah, that's the the, the, the cut and the dry. Run. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm proud of myself. Um, so in in episode one, uh, we see kind of like the the reason why she was put in that place and like all the, the bureaucracy that she has to put up with yeah. um, to be the ward, if you will, of these um, poor um, individuals. Um, she's questioned often about her past and like why she knows so much um but she's able to stand stand strong uh yeah that's that that was pretty much lynn's uh storyline in episode one yeah um so i'm gonna move on to uh jefferson quickly uh and garfield high he's kind of getting pushed out at the moment because um the school board thought that it was distasteful that Jefferson wasn't there when the school was attacked. Um, he was there only as Black Lightning, but of course they did not know that. Uh, so to them, Jeff was like MIA uh, while, you know, Painkiller, which is one of Tobias's uh, henchmen and Cyanide and Tobias was like storming the scene at the, at the, at the house school. Quite literally. <laughs> and so, yeah, so he's being pushed out, which ultimately he decides to step down as principal to make sure that Green uh, Garfield stays open because that's his main goal as principal, to keep the school open because he know that if the school shuts down, that means a whole lot of kids are going to like fall to the wayside. He does not want that. And essentially, um, the person he was dealing with was said, okay, let me get back to you. Let's mm-hmm. see what the school board says. Yeah. Also, something interesting that happened in episode one uh, with uh, with Jefferson was uh, his good Judy, uh, Detective Henderson, was like... So... Listen, he pieced those context clues together, madam, and was like, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> All this time you were black lightning, and don't you dare say you're not. <laughs> He didn't give Jefferson no choice. No, no. He didn't even try to deny it. He was tired of lying. He was like, all right, you got me, girl. Side note, the amount of Negroes that were dropped in this episode specifically <laughs> was taking me out. Like, I was on Twitter, and people were like, they are dropping Negro on on network TV. Are you kidding me? On the CW all places? <laughs> Moments. Yeah, I mean, like, let's just, like, pause for the cause for a second, because... This is the same network that had, like, not nan black person, like, for a while. Like, it was it was weird. Like, you, you had your Supernaturals, you had your Reba's, you had your One Tree Hills. You had, and you know, not a black person. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> not a just, black or brown person yeah. to be seen. So, like, we're having a resurgence and we're having, a, you know, this renaissance, if you will, on the CW. And I'm here for it. Yeah. So, yeah, just a little, <laughs> just a little pause. Yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, actually, you said the next thing I want to talk about, which was uh, Harrison figured out that Black Lightning is Jefferson Pierce. So yeah. let's move on to the last little bit, which is Anissa's Robin Hood. <laughs> so a little backstory. Um, 
the the families of the green light babies are trying to sue the government but they don't have any money so anissa takes it upon herself to go all robin hood and steal from low-level criminals take their money to give back to the family so they can get a lawyer to sue the government uh, officially. So that's what she's doing. How do you feel about that? It ain't going to work. <laughs> um, it is not going to end well. Oh, and I, I, I don't know how exactly she's going to get caught up somehow. Listen. Um, and I, I, like, I was talking to DJ about this, and I think, I think where this is going um, is she is going to get caught up. Mm-hmm. Um Black Lightning is not going to know where she is nope. uh, because he's she's been hiding this part of her vigilanteism from her father. Her side um, gig. Her yeah, side, side gig. Her side, side, side hustle. Okay. <laughs> um, but then Gamby knows about it, who is their, like, handler. Um, and Jefferson. Think of him as, his, as um, Batman's... Um, Alfred. Alfred, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Gamby knows about it, so he's like... Okay, like I don't know if I'm gonna tell Black Lightning, but I'm gonna tell Jennifer, or Jennifer's gonna know where she is somehow. Mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be the story that propels Jennifer into her role as a fellow hero, not necessarily, if not full time, but uh, just on the occasions where she's called for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't see it ending well for her I don't. if she continues down this road. Um. Mm-hmm. But we will see. Yeah, uh, same. I feel the exact same <laughs> way. I don't like it, but I I, I understand it. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the cut dry of it. Uh-huh. I want to give this quick little side note before we move on to episode two. So there was a part in episode one yes! that gave me that gave me all my life. So <laughs> Kara, aka Vice Principal, like I said, I am her stiletto. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and the reason because. There was a moment where Cyanide, which is Tobias, one of his hitchmen, she came to Miss Kara was like, we need the briefcase. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about, sis. <laughs> and so Cyanide went to like, you know, knock if you buck. And <laughs> Kara took off her stiletto pumps. Because she had time. She had time that day. She looked <laughs> great, too. She had time that day. She maneuvered her heel and her heel turned into spikes. And she used her stiletto pumps as weapons. I screamed. <laughs> I screamed. I yelled. I got my entire life. It then took outside Cyanide by throwing her stiletto shoe at her neck. Yeah. She was she was done. Took out the stiletto and said, you got my hair wet, you bitch. And walked <laughs> off. I said, if that is not a queen, I don't know what it is. A legend. No a legend when you see her. Boop. Exactly. <laughs> Poor thing, because like... All of season one, I was like, I didn't see it for her. Exactly. No one saw it for her. Like, most of the time, we thought she was trying to get into Jefferson's pants. Yeah. Then we found out she's part of the ASA. Yeah. And, and, and no one saw it for her. Yeah. But we had to see it for her that day. <laughs> <laughs> had to give her her tens what tens would do. Okay. Let's move on to episode two called Chapter Two, Black Jesus Blues, directed by R. Scott and written by Charles D. Holland. Cool. So, this was an episode where we started off with the pods. Um, <laughs> so, first thing you see is this um, young male who wakes up. And, of course, he's like, uh, excuse me. Um, I'm in a pod uh, amongst other pods. Okay. Uh, and Lynn's associate, I don't remember his name, but Lynn's associate was like, hey, guy. Um, 
hey, Buttercup. <laughs> uh, and before he could like really calm him down, uh, his powers went haywire, killing the associate. Took him out. And then like killing himself somehow. Yeah. Um, this commotion is followed up by another pod opening, so we're all like, oh, God, what's going on? Uh, and this woman who is a aerokinesis? She's an airbender. Yeah, essentially. Um, she wakes up and she sees the carnage and sees other pods. So, like, it's just, like, it's confounding on each other. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> at this point, Lynn is, like, in the room. Because she wasn't in the room before, so she is in the room now. Uh, and it's like, hey, lady. Uh, <laughs> hey, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost literally. And uh, Wendy was her name. Yeah. Um, which. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Wendy was like, um, I don't understand anything. <laughs> I literally can't hear you right now because my ears are, like, not adjusted. So, I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> and go and, she went. Yeah, she went. Um, she blew a hole in the side of the wall yeah. and left. Yeah. And her story arc is just that, you know, after 30 years, like, she, all the people that she knew are either long gone, mm-hmm. be it in another city, country, whatever, or just dead. Dead. Yeah, because both her parents were dead. Mm-hmm. So she has, like, a mental break. Um, and... They realize that if they don't get to her, mm-hmm. she's going to die. Or they don't realize it because they all know that. That's because that's why they're in the pods is to, like, hold them off from dying. Um, so she's like, they're like, okay, we need to do this. So Black Lightning and Thunder go about their day and, like, try to find her. Um, and then they finally find her. Like, she's on a rampage. Um, Black Lightning talks her down a bit. Shocks her, uh, and is able to like get through to her, um, and she decides to go back into the pod, um, and that was the arc for her. Speaking of going into pods or not, um, another part of the story of this episode was Issa, who was the young man we saw gunned down in the first episode. Well, he was choked to death. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. By the police. Uh, by so the, they're they're shaking the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was uh, put in a, a chokehold by a policeman. He died, but, like, as the, his body was being brought to the uh, mortuary or to the funeral home, he came back to life. Yeah. Uh, terrified everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, his mama said, I don't want you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. I never wanted you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yeah. So he ends up in the government's hands, which is how Lynn ended up with him. Uh, Lynn takes him home because she's like, he needs to know that somebody cares. Somebody, he needs like some some love, mm-hmm. some TLC. Um, but while he's in the Pierce home, uh, we realize what the extent of his powers are. Whenever someone's around him, they speak like their mind. Yeah. Like... Their secrets. Yeah. And that was a funny scene, like, having everybody realize that that's what his power was doing. They were like, okay, so I'm good on food, guys. I bet. And good, <laughs> I'm good, love, and joy. And they, like, left him at the dinner table. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, Lynn breaks it down to him, and it's like, hey, so you have the choice of either going to a pod we're really we're looking for this cure girl. Like we're we're trying to cure all the people in the pods mm-hmm. because if we don't 
cure you, you're going to die. And he's like, well, look, girl, like, I don't want to go into the pod, like, because you you can't give me a timeline of when this cure is going to happen. I'm going to enjoy my life, and then if I die, I die. Yeah. Um, so that was his arc. Uh, we got to see Anissa on her rotation. Yep. Um, she was. She's been a little rusty, and like <laughs> Jennifer, like made fun of her about it. Um, it's like, hey, you need something else going on. You're, you're thundered up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you let's. Why don't you just go ahead and like dip into the smooth waters of <laughs> the cool uh, lakes <laughs> <laughs> of the ladies and. <laughs> Anissa, like you had said earlier, was like, I bet. <laughs> so she shows up to this uh, artist, Zoe B's mm-hmm. uh, concert. And um, yeah, like after she sings her little song, which I always find random when like an artist shows up on this on the show yeah. to sing a whole ass song. I was like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> but it was cool. It was fine. She, she, she uh, whispered or whatever. <laughs> um, Anissa showed up and was like, hey. I want to see you do that naked. Um, I mean, like, not in those words specifically, but I ain't far off. No. No, you're not at all. (laughs) And I was like, damn, her pimp game's strong. Um, So they do. She knows what she wants and she gets it. Yeah, man. Uh, And she does. Like, they they get it in. um, And she bumps into her old girlfriend, old flame. Uh, Not really girlfriend. They didn't really know each other. They were kind of, like, kind of talking to each other, but... Then, this has happened in season one. They were kind of talking to each other. Her name is Grace. Grace. Um, and something happened where <laughs> they were being attacked. And then, and this had to step in. But Grace didn't know that was happening. And ever since then, like, Anissa just didn't even say. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, she was a little, she was hurt. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know why you're that hurt because it wasn't that long that you guys were together. Yeah. But maybe they felt something really strong. You maybe. know, lesbians move really fast. You hauls. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Um, Grace actually is a character in the comics as well. She becomes like also, a, she's a vigilante as well, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so she bumps into her again, and they had their little, I guess, come to Jesus meeting. It seems like, oh, am I skipping ahead? Because maybe they they reconcile in episode three. Never mind. Um, Anyway, what else am I missing from this episode? Oh, Khalil. Khalil's arc. Well, uh, if you don't know who Khalil is, short story is he is a former track star, used to date um, Jennifer, but then he got shot by a wayward bullet. He was handicapped. He was very unhappy that he was a handicapped. Pushed Jennifer away. Mm-hmm. Tobias came to him and was like, hey, girl, I can give you your legs back. And he was like, okay, cool. Um, came back with... A horrible wig. My God. The worst, driest, dread wig you can possibly think of. Um, it was bad. Yeah, we, we talked about this. And it's like, you could probably go to Party City and found, find a Bob Marley wig and just... Put a little bit, put a little bit of mousse, a little bit of like coconut oil, and then you got yourself a Khalil wig. Yeah, um, yeah, it was bad. Um, but this season, it like isn't pissing me off. It still makes me uncomfortable, but it's like not to the point where I'm like wanting to turn off the show. Anyway, yeah. he comes back um, after um, being away, and he's like now Tobias Wales' only henchman yeah. left. Right Called now. Painkiller. Yeah, his name is Painkiller. Um, he 
is trying to satisfy the terms of his agreement with uh, <laughs> Tobias, and it's it's turning interesting results. Yeah. Um, that's I guess that's all I need to say about Painkiller. Yeah. Um, am I missing anything from episode two? I think I've covered it. Oh, lastly, um, this is when we find out that. Jefferson is demoted from principal. Yeah. Like, they accepted his offer to keep Garfield open. He had to step down and become a teacher. Um, and he riles his uh, students up and is like, hey, like, I'm not going to be a principal, but I'm going to be around, so deuces. And yeah. before he could walk off, they have this whole to stir with love moment yeah. where it's like they quote back this phrase that he always quotes to them. And it's, it's a really cool moment. I liked it a lot. Yeah, same. Um, let's move quickly and lastly to chapter three, episode <laughs> episode three, chapter three, Master Lowry. It was written by Rose Thrush and directed by Rose and was written by Jane Nash. So let's start off with Anissa. Is she going too far with this Robin Hood thing? Because basically what she did was... She found out that the money that they had, uh, that she got for the families, wasn't enough, and they need a lot more. About what was that, like three hundred thousand? It was some ridiculous amount yeah, of money. Yeah. So she went to one of the biggest crime families, took their loot, <laughs> which always ends well. Always ends well. It's like think Russian mafia tea. Think you know the Godfather and that family. Think that tea. <laughs> um, Peter Gabby helped. Her, but ultimately, she did again. Do you think she's going too far? Yes. <laughs> um, I, like you said prior, like you know, I get it. I get, I get the the need and the want to help, and she feels like she has the necessary tools to be this Robin Hood, Robin with a Y. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes she, she, I think she's going too far. I think also, like you said, um, ultimately she's going to get caught up somehow with this crime family. Uh, incapacitated, probably. Jefferson's not going to know where she is. Maybe Jennifer is the only one. Or maybe Jefferson tries and he gets locked up or something, too. I don't know. He's incapacitated somehow. And Jennifer's going to have to help her sister out. And that's... Oh, the see, this is why Biden. we should be writers for the Black Lightning show. Because I'm seeing, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing it. So okay, like, Raven. Okay, how are you feeling? Okay, okay. So, so, so Thunder, <laughs> Thunder is like incapacitated, right? Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be like, okay, like I'm sure Black Lightning's gonna come. So they get Black Lightning in there, and they suck up all the electricity in the room. Somehow they get them into a room where he can't like okay. use his powers. Mm-hmm. So like they, so uh, Jennifer is gonna be like, okay, I need to come, and then like he, she's gonna fuel him. To do his like do his zhuzh. Okay. Yeah? Okay, I see it. Okay, see it. Raven see Simone. It. I see I see the moment. Raven Baxter. Sorry, Baxter. Not Simone. No never Raven Simone. Always Raven Baxter. <laughs> um but yes. <laughs> Moving on to actually Jennifer. Um so this is new character that we got introduced to called Perina, played yes. by Erica Alexander. Maxine Shaw. Attorney at law. From a living single. Yes. Uh, fame. She's in the show now, and she's going to be in, in this season in its entirety. Uh, that's oh. We, yes, we do know that. Um, basically, she's like a Professor X, uh, Emma Frost, telepath 
kind of moment. Mm-hmm. She gets in contact with Jennifer and <laughs> doesn't have the best opening. Now, you know how I said, like, I'm washed and I can't relate normally and it's hard for me to relate to Jennifer. But even now, if that was how my parents approached me about getting help, where it's just like this random person comes up to me and like knows my name Mm -hmm. and like touches me and we're somewhere else. Not just like somewhere else in the area, but some like heavenly place. Like (laughs) in a different realm. I I would be tight. Yeah. I would like they we would have a we would have words. Yeah. And and she did have words with her parents. Yeah, exactly. So like I I would have yeah, yeah. I I did not appreciate how the the Pierces handled that situation. I mean, yes, yes, Perenna, yes, Erica Alexander. I'm happy she's here, but she could have used a better introduction. Same. Um, that part, all <laughs> that tea. But Jennifer does end up realizing that she does need help mm-hmm. with figuring out her powers because uh, she, she doesn't have any control over them. Um, we saw that when many times, anytime she gets overly emotional, which I don't think she has connected, connected those dots yet, but anytime she's overly emotional, uh, especially angry or sad, her power starts to come out. Um, whether she wants them to, because there are people around her that doesn't know she has powers at all or not. Because uh, I think in episode two, she asked, she, like zapped her mom. Like it was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she goes back to uh, to Berenna, and they decide to actually talk like normal women <laughs> and like figure this out. So I'm excited to see what Perenna's gonna bring to the team. I'm excited where Jennifer's gonna go because I feel like Perenna's gonna be that little I feel like ultimately helping the family is going to push Jennifer into her lightning phase but I think Perenna's gonna be that first like little nudge. Like the little nudge of a snowball for her mm. to like start going down the heel and yeah so I'm, I'm just I'm excited to see that. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you singing my song. <laughs> and we're going to move lastly to Painkiller Tobias Black Lightning. Oh my. So we have the situation where Black Lightning, aka Jefferson Pierce, is trying to find Tobias. He's on this hunt again, doggedly. Um, and he's trying to go through Painkiller in order to find Tobias. So he's trying to get painkiller to out black uh, tobias to where he is painkiller's like nah i don't see it for you sir uh actually the last time we were all together tobias handled you he killed you actually and the only reason why you're back is because someone revived you so no girl i don't see it for you <laughs> and tobias was like i bet you got that i see you there but like tobias is going to like you you're like one incident away from dying yourself so what's it going to be, beloved? Yeah. <laughs> so it's that's pretty much where we are right now. Um, and Tobias is like unraveling at the seams because he doesn't have Sign out, which was like his true right hand. She's died because Kara with her stiletto heel. Um, very upset. Actually, before we move on, there was in episode two... Kara and Tobias had a little scuffle. Um, Kara almost died because Tobias was very upset. Harpooned her. Mm-hmm. And she was able to, like, get out the way with the harpoon still in her body, jump out the window. It was a whole thing. Now, is she dead? Like, no. Because, like, Gabby finds her at the end of, the end of this episode. Like, I think she's unconscious. Okay. Oh, she lost a lot of blood, obviously. Yeah. But I think she's just unconscious. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Like, all that happened... 
But the real gag is that though Black Lightning was trying to do all that, though Jefferson Pierce was trying to find Tobias, ultimately it was William Harrison, his friend, aka the cop, who finds Tobias and arrests Tobias at the end of the episode. See, and I feel like he like phoned that in, like. Tobias, like, no T. Like, he knows T. There's no way he would have got caught if he didn't want to get caught. So, I'm very interested to see where that's going. Yeah. I'm very interested to see where that's going to because, like you said, you're right. Tobias, he got caught for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to figure out what that reason is. But... That's going to be the end of our recap review of Black Lightning yeah, so far. We did it. We finally did it. Um, yeah, so we're going to be on board for the next episode that comes out, episode four, um, which already probably dropped out by the time you hear this. And we're going to be reviewing that. That will be up on Thursday. And yeah, so where can everyone find you on the social medias? You can find me uh, on Instagram at Wild. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Dijon underscore Delante. You can find So Was Good at uh, So Was Good Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, we're uh, SWG Pod. Um, you can email us at So Was Good Pod at gmail.com. All the links and descriptions will be in the Dropbox below. Wherever you're listening to us, please rate us five stars, like, share, subscribe, all that tea, and we will see you for the next review. Bye! Lightning came with no rain. I saw a superhero last night. He was black. He said, This is for the hood. Black Lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black Lightning's back, come to shock the haters.